What's the word, people? Welcome to the newest episode from What's the Word Entertainment. I am your co-host, Sherm, along with Ron. We are here to talk all things football, man. You ready to do this? Absolutely. Glad to be back, and let's get this stuff out and get cool. the show on the road. Cool. First thing is up. A lot of exciting news in the NFL this past couple of weeks. Most recently, in the NFC with the Chicago Bears acquiring the two-time first-team All-Pro and 2016 Defensive Player of the Year, Khalil Mack, via a trade from the Oakland Raiders. Along with Mack, the Raiders sent a second-round pick in 2020 and a conditional fifth-round pick in 2020 as well. Now, the Bears, some might say, gave up quite a bit. They gave up their first-round picks in 2019 and in 2020, along with a sixth-rounder in 19 and a third-rounder in 2020. Now, after the deal was finalized, the Bears did sign Mack to the richest deal in NFL history for a defensive player. The former first-round pick who held out all of training camp all summer was due to make $13.8 million this year on the fifth-year option of his rookie deal. But they have agreed to a six-year, a $141 million extension with, get this, $90 million guaranteed. That is an astonishing number, at least to say. I mean, do you think Khalil Mack is worth this much money? I, honestly, that's a very large number, and this dude is great. And the only the thing is, is time will tell what he's going to bring to the table. But honestly, right now, in my eyes, what I saw him do in Oakland, if he could carry that over to Chicago, mm. who knows? He might be this generation's modern-day Lawrence Taylor. But <laughs> well, that's that, a bold statement. That is a very, very bold statement. Now, I mean, this really bolsters that Bears defensive side, along with Jonathan Trevathan. They also have that rehearse-round pick, Roquan Smith, out of, the, out of Georgia. They just picked up in the draft. I mean... Do you think this puts the Bears' defense and make them a force to be reckoned with now? Absolutely. The NFC North is going to be very, very interesting to see now because what they've done years in the you know back in the day, mm-hmm. base it around defense. If they base it around their defense and then build up and get their offense going, right. who knows right. what can happen. And I like how your point was out the, the NFC North. I mean, they also have to contend with Minnesota, who has an amazing defense. So, obviously, they were there in the NFC, NFC Championship game last year. I mean, yeah, that their NFC North is definitely looking like a force to be wrecked with, I must say. Coming up next now, we have Aaron Donald, who, who also made some news this past week. Just two days prior to Max signing his record deal with the Bears, Aaron Donald signed a then record for a defensive player, a record that, excuse me, a contract that was extension for $135 million? Yeah, 134, 134. All right, 134 million, $87 million guaranteed. The reigning defensive player of the year. This is worth for the six-year deal. I mean, quite honestly, he can say he's probably the best defensive player in the NFL. Obviously, he won the award for it. But even if, let's say, he didn't, to me, some people say he is. To me, honestly, I still think J.J. Watt is a healthy, excuse me, a healthy J.J. Watt is the best defensive player. He's so athletic. He can do much more. But Aaron Donald is obviously a force to be reckoned with. The Rams had high hopes last year. They lost in the playoffs. But I think the Rams will do a lot more this year. They also got Aqib Talib in the in the in their offseason. They also brought in Marcus Peters. Yes. So that defense is definitely gonna be a force to reckon with. I mean, can you say about what can else can you say about Aaron Donald it hasn't been sent already, I must say. I mean, I, I mean he's just a dominant force up the middle and like I said, anybody that wants to try to run his way, uh, I suggest maybe not. Or maybe double team, maybe <laughs> right. even a triple team. It's hard to say. Right. But honestly, his name speaks it all. Like I said, he brings everything in that and plus some to the table when he comes to play. For a defensive lineman, the dude is great. And a lot of people has struggled game planning around him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll so, see what happens as far as everything else. Right. Another another record deal that took place just a couple weeks ago was with Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback from the Green Bay Packers. 
The 14-year vet signed a four-year extension for $134 million, which could be worth up to, get this, $180 million, which would be the largest contract in NFL history. This also includes a $103 million guaranteed portion of the deal, which is a record in itself right there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is obviously worth the money. He's worth every single penny that he gets. He's arguably the top quarterback in the NFL. Some may say it's still Tom Brady, but being that Brady is 40 years old now, Aaron Rodgers does have a little bit to go, a lot more time left. He will be 40 when the deal is done, Yes, but he's got some great weapons in Green Bay. I mean... Give Aaron Donald, I'd say, give him whatever, I mean, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers, give him whatever he wants at this point. I mean, he's earned it. He sat behind Brett Favre for, you know, three, four years. He he learned a lot. He's really developed himself into arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, what else can we say about this deal or Aaron Rodgers? I think it's well-deserved. Honestly, he he should have gotten it sooner. But Mm. now that he spoke up and spoke out, you know. He got what he wanted, and I think he landed a heck of a deal. Absolutely, absolutely. Coming up next, we're going to talk about fantasy football as the 2018 NFL season is getting ready to kick off. Obviously, fantasy is a big portion of that, so stay tuned. We'll be back with more. With week one starting this Thursday, a big part of the NFL season is, of course, fantasy football. And most fantasy football leagues have their draft underway or have completed them already. We are actually doing our draft this evening. Who might be some of your key standouts on fantasy players this uh, this year around, Sherm? You know what? That's a really good question, Ron. And I'm actually going to decline to answer that. Um, just because, obviously, since we're in the same it. draft, I don't want to key you off on players that I may be looking at. So how about we look at some big-name players who obviously are going to go in first-rounders, things like that, second-rounders. Obviously, a big player we're going to look at is Le'Veon Bell, who's held out of the Pittsburgh Steelers training camp, training camp all year long. I mean... I'm not sure if he's going to be ready. I mean, I would assume he's going to be ready. He's obviously a professional. He's been arguably the best running back in football for the past three or four years in a row. He catches passes out of the backfield. He's dynamic. He's athletic. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, like I said. Yeah, he's going to get you points. Yeah, he's he's he's, not, he's a number one draft pick in fantasy football, of course. Like he's arguably the best player in all of football. I mean, to me, I mean, I'll put him in top five, if not Absolutely. top three. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can get you 100 catches a season. No if question. he wanted to. Yeah. I mean, he won't usually, but that's receiver numbers. But, I mean, he's going to get you 1,500 yards. He's going to get you at least 800 yards, 1,500 rushing, another 800 receiving. He's obviously, Pittsburgh needs to pay the man. Not just pay the no position, question. pay the man. Pay the player. Exactly. I mean, he's worth whatever you give him. He's worth Aaron Rodgers' money, maybe even more, to be honest with you. So I'm not sure why they want to pay this guy. We'll just see what the offensive coordinator is going to use him as and how he's going to get him involved in the offense. So hopefully right. he can be on the upside. Right. And obviously another big name we're going to look at, and obviously in fantasy, of course, is Tom Brady, who gets a bajillion points a week in yeah, fantasy. They, they, they label him as, a, as the GOAT, so we'll see. Like I said, he'll definitely get you your points too. Yeah, I may not say he's the GOAT just yet, but he's obviously a, a fantasy wizard to come by. I mean, obviously, wizard is a good name. <laughs> we, all, we all know New England likes to throw the ball a lot. You know, Brady will pass for, you know, throw, throw, well, excuse me, will throw at least 35, 40 passes a game, dividing the ball between his receivers and tight end, of course, with Gronkowski. I mean, Brady, even though he is 40 years old now, he's still um, a phenomenal player. He can still play. I'd say he's got another, at least another two years ahead of him. Absolutely. So I'd put Brady maybe a third or fourth round pick, depending upon when you want to get your quarterback. That's just me. And or how desperately you want them. Some right. people are just a fan favorite, and when they go into their draft, they automatically think Tom Brady, and they're going to get him as soon as possible. Right, right. You know, but like I said, everyone drafts differently, yeah, of right. course, too. Do you have any other players you think Actually, next up, I want to talk about uh, 
Odell Beckham. You know, he okay. just recently signed a big contract as well. You yep. know, and yep. I think he deserves every bit of it. And mm-hmm. he, you know, I think he's very elusive and electric. You okay. know, he, he could go down the field and get you some points too. So hopefully he stays healthy and plays every game and gets everything done. You know, that'll mm-hmm. help a lot of people. Now that you mentioned Odell Beckham, I actually want to I was gonna mention Julio Jones, but before I kinda of get into Julio, who is trying to and working on a new deal with the Atlanta Falcons, who do you think in your eyes is a, is the better wide receiver? Julio Jones or Odell Beckham Jr.? I honestly think it will be Julio Jones simply because it's the position and that's when you go paying the player to paying the position. We know what Julio can do. Mm -hmm. He can win games for you, hands down. Mm -hmm. But he is a true wide receiver. He's big, he's burly, he's fast, he can catch the ball and everything else that comes along with it. So I think Julio got the nod in that section, but Odell Beckham still got that contract because he's exciting to watch. You know, people go to Giants games to watch him. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's he just brings a different aspect because, like I said, he's that slot receiver and you can move him around or whatever. But right. just to me, if you're talking about a straight wide receiver, I still give the nod to Julio Jones. And you know what? I'm actually going to agree with you on that. He's Julio is not only fast, he's big, he's physical, he can go downfield, he can get jump balls. He, I mean, he could arguably get you – 12, 13 catches. Yeah, let me stop you right there, not to interrupt, but if you have them in the same situation of the same game when the game is on the line mm-hmm. and it's the last play of the game, I personally is going to throw to Julio before I'll throw to Odell. Odell will make the more athletic, more exciting exactly. catch, but Julio Jones will make the big plays for you when it comes, like you said, down to the wire. He's the guy who will get you 13 to 15 catches a game, 190 yards, through. you know what I mean, receiving Odell Beckham could do that, yes. but he's not going to do that on a consistent basis, I right. feel. You know, he, it's funny because whenever you see Odell Beckham warm up, he's catching the ball with one-handed, you know, falling backwards and things like that. Julio Jones is just a pure wide receiver, exactly. typically NFL guy. Odell Beckham is just an extremely athletic guy who I think happens to play wide receiver. Now, he, don't get me wrong, he, can, he runs routes. He he makes great catches, but Julio Jones, I think, is the proto. If you were to build a wide receiver, that's what you would. Build. That's what you would build. I mean, other than that, maybe you would say Calvin Johnson, who's no longer in the NFL. Correct. But I mean, I think those two players are so similar. I think I would compare those two. Like that's what you're going to look at when you're looking at wide receivers. No right? Absolutely. So coming up next, we're going to talk about the Week One matchups in the NFL. Obviously, this Thursday, and the matchups are going to get it kicked off. So we'll be right back with more. All right. With the NFL season kicking off this Thursday, let's look at the first week matchups. Obviously, the first game of the year has got the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Atlanta Falcons on Thursday night football. And it's been just announced that Nick Fold will be starting at quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, Carson Wentz is coming off of the ACL tear. He did late in the season last year. For this matchup, you know, I'm going I'm to go with the Eagles, even though Nick Foles is starting. Obviously, I think Matt Ryan is going to have a good game. Eagles they have a strong defense, but I still think Ryan's gonna put up some numbers. I'm yeah. picking the Eagles. What do you what do you got? I'm actually Ryan? gonna go with the Eagles as well. You know, I think everything from what they did in the Super Bowl, I don't think that their defense is really gonna skip a beat. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously Ryan is gonna get his numbers, but I think Eagles is gonna do just enough to win the game. Like I said, it's gonna be uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a high scoring game, but I think it's gonna be a close game. Right, right. Should be a good game. Right. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, the Cleveland Browns are coming off of one of the, the well, the worst season in NFL history, tying the Lions working for the 0 16. You can't get much worse than that, so obviously nope. you can only get better. The only way you could go is up from that point on. <laughs> right. So, but I honestly, people are gonna look at Cleveland and say, oh, they're a joke, but you know what? 
I can honestly see them getting at least five wins this year. I know, even though it may not be great to some teams, but coming from 0-16, that's, that's saying a lot. They've got a lot of great players. They've got the number one pick in Baker Mayfield, obviously their backup quarterback to Tyrod Taylor, who they picked up from Buffalo this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, they picked up Carlos Hyde from San Francisco at running back. You've got Jarvis Landry, who came over from Miami at wide receiver. He's down being paired with Josh Gordon who has been, you know, obviously trying to better himself, of course, but will he be in shape? That's a big question. And on the defensive side, you know, they drafted Denzel Ward at number four out of Ohio State. Got Jabril Peppers back there, obviously Miles Garrett. Don't sleep on Cleveland. Please. Please. I mean, this is... I agree is, with that, too. Is, Do not people, sleep on Cleveland. People may say, oh, my God, you're crazy. Cleveland's a joke. They were 0-16. But they've got some players... They really do. And it's funny. I really thought they were gonna. They had a chance to sign Des Bryant. He went over them, worked out with them, didn't come over with a deal. But if if they get Des Bryant later in the year, whether it's week two or three or whatever, Des Bryant, Jarvis Landry, you know, and, and Josh guess, Gordon, that's going to be a force to be yeah, reckoned that's with. That's going to be a core that you've got to pay attention to, regardless right. of who it is. Because now you got Baker Mayfield throwing a rock. you got Tyrod Taylor. You know, who knows? Right. I don't the upside. And, and you know what? As you say, Baker Mayfield on the rock, I think they should sit Mayfield the entire season. If Tyrod is healthy, of course, Absolutely. let him play. But if he's not healthy, then you, you bring Baker in. Let him sit the whole year and let him learn. Obviously, I mentioned before with Aaron Rodgers, what happened? He sat behind Brett Favre for, what, three or four years? Yep. Now look at him. Yep. Obviously, now, Baker Mayfield you know, is not sitting behind a Brett Favre caliber player in Tyrod Taylor. But the fact that you can learn for that amount of time, absorb the NFL, what it really takes to be an NFL quarterback – let him sit out the entire year. That's been the Browns' problems all these years. Yes. Drafting quarterbacks and putting them in right away. Yep. Tim Couch. From the top to bottom. It's a long list <laughs> Br- of Brady many, Quinn, many, 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 Brady many years. Quinn. You know, Johnny Manziel. Obviously, we can go on forever. Forever. But, <laughs> you know. but let's go back to the pick and let's say who do you have. Even though you had all the upside on Cleveland, who I, are you I'm, I'm going to I'll still, of course, go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. In this I, I'm honestly going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers, too, as well. I don't really need to touch base on that. It's a big rivalry. That's where a lot of things came from as mm-hmm. far as in that division. Is this going to be a... A pounded out physical game, but I still think Pittsburgh's going to get the nod. Right, right. Next, so we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck's first game action since 2016. He's going to be a little rusty, so you know what? I'm going to go Cincinnati in this one just because of Andrew. They're not showing Andrew Luck yeah. just yet. I, honestly, I'm, I'm a I'm a big Andrew Luck fan. However, I'm still on the fence about this game. But just I think honestly, the safe pick is going to be the Cincinnati simply because Luck is going to be a mm. little rusty and. Indianapolis didn't really have a super tough defense. And like I said, I think Cincinnati's offense is capable of putting up points. It's mm. just a matter of what defense is in front of um, the Colts. Yeah. Oh, so, excuse me. I mean, yeah. yeah. In, in front you. of Cincinnati. So, like I said, they'll, they'll get it done. But, you know, I think it's, it's a 50-50 game. But I think I'm going to pick uh, Cincinnati on that right. one. Right. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Miami Dolphins. Now, Tennessee is led by their quarterback, Marcus Mariota. Who is now who has their future running back as Derrick Henry from Alabama? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tennessee in this one. Obviously Miami. He's got Ryan Tannehill back, who was out last year with the ACL tear. Yeah. Jay Cutler was leading the way. He's no longer with the Dolphins. So yeah. Miami uh, has a few things that they need to work out as mm-hmm. a team as a whole. But right. once they get back on track, they're gonna be able to contend. You know, in the NF, the New England division and everything. So in the AFC East, uh, yeah, right. exactly. So I think honestly, Tennessee's gonna get the nod in this one. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. Next, we have San Francisco at Minnesota. I'm going to say Minnesota all the way just because of that defense. Now, obviously, they've got their quarterback now with Kirk Cousins yeah. coming over from the Washington. 
Washington Redskins signing an $80 million fully guaranteed deal for three years. That's obviously puts him up there with a great contract. So, you know, a lot of folks have been, you know, really trying to figure out Kirk Cousins these past few years. When he was in Washington, he's got the great consistency. He can move the ball, but he hasn't even won a playoff game, and he's getting all this money. Yeah. But now that he's got some legitimate weapons in Minnesota, you know, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, I think he's going to be a great year. And Dalvin Cook is coming yes. back after him, him taking his ACL last year as well, too. Yeah, sure. And the key to success for this game, I think, is who doesn't turn the ball over is who's going to win the game. Right. And you've got a 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo starting the season as their starting quarterback, of course, coming over late last year from New England. So I'm going to go to Minnesota. You as well? Yeah, absolutely. All right, great. Um, now we've got the Houston Texans at the New England Patriots. Of course, the losers of the last year's Super Bowl, the Patriots. Yep. Tom Brady coming back for another season as he turns 40 years old. You know, Houston, they've got Deshaun Watson coming back from another tear. He's torn ACL. I think like we're talking about ACL tears all the time yeah, here now. But his was a non-contact <laughs> injury that occurred in practice. So we'll see how he, you know, bounces back from that. Right. And I think the Texans are going to gonna do some things. Deshaun Watson was having an MVP caliber season before he got injured. Um, you know, they're, I think they're going to have some, you know, some some players make some make some make make a statement this yeah, year. So I think, I think they're going to show some upside week one. Mm-hmm. However, I still think New England's going to get the nine. And, and you know, and you know what? You don't you don't bet against Tom Brady. I, you know what? It's, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady, but I'm going to go Houston in this one. That's I'm going to go on record saying okay. Houston in this one. So I just have a feeling. You know, even though it's in New England, I'm, I'm going to go Houston. Mm-hmm. So we've got Tampa Bay now against New Orleans. Uh, obviously, Drew, <laughs> Drew, Drew Brees is back for yet another year, which could be you know his last year. I think he's more winding down the clock, but you know they've got a great running back in Alvin Kamara, who is filling in for the suspended Mark uh, Mark Ingram, who's suspended for the first four games due to PEDs. They've got the reigning r- rookie of the year on the defensive side as well. Um, I'm going to go in New Orleans just because also Tampa Bay, they're without Jameis Winston for their first couple games as well, too. So I'm going with New Orleans as well. All right, great. Now we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Giants. I'm going Jacksonville all the way here. That defense is arguably the best defense in football. I'm going to surprise a lot of people. I think, honestly, I think New York is going to find a way to squeak past these guys oh, week one okay. and make it happen. Because a, a little name that they, they drafted at number two, uh, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Say hey, what? What? Saquon Bar- yeah, There we go. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm going with New York. I, I like it. I do think Saquon is going to have a great year for New York. He's going to fit well that offense. But Jacksonville, that defense is legit with Calais Campbell. Uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey in there. It's it's going to be a force to be reckoned with, of course. And Blake Bortles is poised to have a better year this year. They said that he's been doing amazing in training camp, so we'll see what happens there. Up next, we've got Buffalo at Baltimore. Buffalo has just named their starting quarterback to be Nathan Peterman, yeah. and it's ahead of the rookie Josh Allen. Um, I mean, Baltimore, I, I'm going to say he's going to get the nod. Obviously, you've got a, a stronger Stronger team on the defensive side yeah. as well. Joe Flacco, Flacco, the Super Bowl winning veteran quarterback. Uh, he's got some new weapons on Michael Crabtree. I, I just don't think Buffalo has enough to I, get by. I, I think Baltimore is a little more seasoned than Buffalo mm, at that's this a, that's point. That's a very good way to put but it. But honestly, there's, they both have young teams, but I think that Baltimore is going to do just enough to win right. one. And I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It probably could. I'm, I'm going to say maybe 13-10, yeah. Baltimore, or 17-10, yeah, something like that. because like I said, Baltimore knows how to win those field goal, you know, by three and stuff like that, just based on the division that they're in, and that's just kind of how they play football. You know, they keep it close, try to run down the clock, mm-hmm. and, you know, and win the game with defense. So. Right. Next, we have the Kansas City at Los Angeles Rams. Kansas City is obviously starting a new year with their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Alex Smith is no longer there with the team. And if you still got Andy Reid, though, I think Andy Reid is an absolute genius as a head coach. Yes. But 
the Rams are loaded, especially on the defensive side. We talked about it earlier with Aaron Donald. And Correction, Marcus, we, it's, it's the Chargers. Excuse me, excuse me. It's the Chargers. I can't see at the Chargers. I apologize about that, folks. But Chargers are led by, obviously, Philip, Philip Rivers, who's back again once again, Keenan Allen. I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Kansas City in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, Kansas think, City. I think that's that's the better bet. However, I think that uh, LA's defense, uh, you know, on the Chargers side, I think it's gonna be a little bit stronger and a, a little more upside for how they're gonna produce and you know keep the scores a little bit closer and stuff like that and give you know give their offense a chance. But I think week one, I don't know if they're gonna be quite ready, but mm-hmm. who knows? They could shock a lot of people. But I'm still gonna pick Kansas City. Kansas City. All yeah. right, great. Now we've got Seattle at Denver. Um, Robert Russell Wilson, you know, is leading the way for that Seattle Seahawks. That defense is is not what it used to be. That, that Legion correct. of Boom has fallen apart with Richard Richard Sherman no longer there. Uh, you know, this is really a tough one. You got Case Keenum leading the Broncos now coming over from Minnesota. I'm gonna go Denver. Okay. I'm actually gonna go Seattle. Okay. Because uh dangerous Wilson. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you, you, you got him on your team, you got a good chance to win. Right. Like I said, if Fair if, if they if if they keep the defense, you know, intact and don't give up too many points, mm. I think they're going to get 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 it with a slight win. But that's just my personal opinion. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now we've got the Redskins at the Cardinals. The Washington is, is led by their new quarterback Alex Smith, who came over from Kansas City and Arizona as a new quarterback themselves. It's Sam Bradford coming over from Minnesota. You know, in this one, I'm going to say Arizona just because of their defense. Patrick Peterson is leading the way for them, of course. Yeah. I think I don't think they're going to put up too many numbers. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say Arizona. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Arizona. Keep it short and simple. You know, yeah. Washington's got a lot of things to work out, a lot of chemistry, and a lot of things that they got to work on as a team. And mm. team building takes a very long time. Right. And I don't know if Week One is gonna have time for them to shine, but I'm still gonna go Arizona. Okay. Uh, we've got Carolina hosting Dallas, and you know what? I'm gonna go Carolina just through the athletic ability of Cam Newton. You know, yeah. got Christian McCaffrey yeah. back there as well too. Uh, I just don't. I just don't think Dallas has enough on the offensive side to keep up with Carolina. Yeah, honestly, I don't think Dallas has the key components that they need to be successful at this point mm-hmm. in time. So I'm definitely going Carolina heavily, simply because I mean, yeah, right now you got preseason to go based upon, but some people say that doesn't mean nothing. People play different. However, certain things that Dallas did, even from a coaching standpoint, I didn't like the directions and the you know the ideas that was going on with their organization. So. I'm going to just keep it short and simple, and I'm going to go Carolina. Carolina, all right. Yep. We've got Bears and Packers in Green Bay. Sunday uh, night. Sunday night game. This is going to be a good matchup. Uh, I'm going to go Green Bay. I mean, can't really go against Aaron Rodgers too much, can you? That's true. <laughs> but, you know, I think I'm going to go Green Bay as well. You know, like I said, they they, they finished the season pretty strong last year. and. Uh, yeah, Green Bay is a safe pick. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers has a new weapon in tight end Jimmy Graham yeah. coming over uh, from Seattle. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big year this year. So I'm going to go Green Bay. Now we've got two Monday night games with the New York Jets at the Detroit Lions. Uh, this, I mean, Jets don't really show too much promise. Yeah, you know what not, I mean? they, not yet. But, I mean, <laughs> Sam Darnold is on the upside. He is going to be the new starter, the rookie. You know, they could surprise a lot of people. But mm-hmm. I'm 50-50. But I think... Brad, uh, not Bradford, but Stafford uh, with the Lions is definitely mm. going to get it done yeah. for the doubleheader. And then I, I'm, I'm going I'm to say Detroit as well too. Uh, you know, I think Todd Bowles with the Jets is on a bit of a hot seat. I think he's got to he's got to get at least eight to ten wins this year. But you know, I guess we'll see what happens there. And last up, last match, we've got the L.A. Rams at the Oakland Raiders. This would have been Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack, yeah. but obviously Khalil is no longer there. I'm going to say the Rams. I'm going Rams fully, 100 percent, hands down. <laughs> I, no mean, I mean, I mean, defense is too nice. I think they're going to get it done. Is, 
it's it's unstoppable. And you know, uh, Jared Goff, I think is going to have another great season as well too. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it, folks, for this week's episode of What From What's the Word Entertainment. Be sure to subscribe to our page and be be back for more. Anything else, Ron? No, that's, that's all I got. You covered all the basics. Let's go. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care and I'll see you guys next time.